Hi everybody, my name is Landon Ernst. This is episode 116 of the Vortex of Bulletin Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, aka B, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Hey, hey, got something going on here. Who's doing what? I hear something going on here. What is this? Oh, Uh-oh. it's Q. Uh-oh. The continuum didn't think you had it in you, Jean-Luc. Oh, Q said. I knew you did, Q. Uh-huh. You're saying that it worked. We collapsed the anomaly. Is that all this meant to you? Just another spatial anomaly, just another day in the office. Did it work? Well, you're here, aren't you? You're talking to me, aren't you? What about my crew? <laughs> my the anomaly, crew. my ship, my crew. I suppose you're worried about your fish, too. If it puts your mind at ease, you've saved humanity once again. Thank you. For what? You had a hand in helping me get out of this. I was the one that got you into it. A directive from the Continuum. The thought about the helping hand, though, was my idea. I sincerely hope that this is the last time that I find myself here. You just don't get it, do you, Jean-Luc? The trial never ends. We wanted to see if you had the ability to expand your mind and your horizons. And for one brief moment, you did. When I realized the paradox. Exactly. For that one fraction of a second, you were open to options you had never considered. That is the exploration that awaits you. Not mapping stars and studying nebula, but charting the unknown possibilities of existence. Q, what is it that you're trying to tell me? You'll find out. In any case, I'll be watching. And if you're very lucky, I'll drop by to say hello. From time to time. See you. Out there. Star Trek. I was going to say that. Star Trek there, bro. Star Trek. So what was that all about, brother? What do you think that was all about? I don't know. Something about making us think. Outside the box. Make us think outside the box. He said, for a brief moment. For a brief moment. You expanded your mind. Mm -hmm. Right? How much do we live inside the box? Mm. Are we living inside the box right now, bro? I think we live inside the box way too much. Mm. Way too much. 
Think about it. We spend most of our time uh-huh. being dictated to concerning how we think, what we think, uh-huh. and anything that falls outside of the realm of what the establishment or the news media or society in its normal function mm-hmm. determines concerning thought or action or how we are to live our lives, anytime we step outside of that, we become a, an issue, a problem, right? Mm, yes, that's right. And we become, um, we could be called conspiracy theorists, or we could be called radicals or extremists. We have to fit within that little narrow box. <laughs> And that box uh, yeah. is is always moving and changing, isn't it? Yep. The box has changed a lot over the last few weeks concerning executive orders being signed and things of that nature, right? In record amounts. <laughs> Talk about that, brother. You talked to me about it before uh, before we got started. Right? Yep. We're talking about how surprisingly... We've seen so many executive orders. Not only that, a lot of the orders are that uh, Trump uh, signed throughout his entire presidency, not in the first 10 days, 40 days, but at first like 100 days or 200 days, throughout his entire presidency, he's mm-hmm. overturn- overturning all of those. Yeah. Do you think they so want to get rid of his legacy completely? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the great reset, right? The they, reset. They, they, they fell behind by four years. Yeah. And now they're desperate. Yeah, those are the changes that they're, they're want to get they're, back or push for. But right. uh, we were discussing, and I mentioned to you, because you asked me, you know, so far, what do you think? You know, well, what is this, anything, what, what do you, you use the word that you said about this week? And I said, the, that is the fact that a lot more people, especially from the Democratic side, are starting to say, we have made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said that was that's the great awakening. The great awakening. Yep. Yes. That's the great awakening. And I believe it was planned to mm. be that way. What makes you think that, my brother? I believe it was planned that way because it is the only way to get people to wake up. If Trump would have won the election... Uh-huh. Well, he did win the election, but if he would have pushed the issue and just had the military come in, take over, and arrest a bunch of people for, for fraud, take them to military tribunals mm-hmm. and all that, and it, that would have been a disaster because, number one, people were still asleep. Yeah. They were still asleep. They did not, they had no clue what was, they would, they would have been totally blindsided and dumbfounded mm-hmm. as to what was going on. But as we continue on, mm-hmm. the more of this that happens, the more people wake up. And the more that people wake up, the more we can begin to reset the reset. Yes. If you might look, yes. at, look at it that way. <coughs> so, excuse me. <clears throat> if, if, if anybody took action before now, it would have been a problem. But now look what's happening. Mm-hmm. If Trump would have said, Let's open up all the businesses. They would have attacked him and said, "No, we can't do that." COVID, COVID, COVID. Yep. But what's happening as soon as Biden gets in? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to reopen the businesses. Yeah. What a brilliant move! 
Wow, genius. What a brilliant move. President, right? the best president of all time now. <laughs> right. I believe he walked away on purpose. I believe he may have told Pence, don't certify the election. This is what we need to do. Yeah. We need to let Biden have it for a short time before we take him down. And how would that happen, do you suppose, brother? Hmm. Now, look at... Oh, you got it. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say, yeah, by yeah. letting stuff hit the fan, you know? Letting <laughs> stuff hit the fan. That's, I mean, but that's now, the that, only... I mean, isn't that the only way people that, will start having an that's awakening? That's how they wake up. Yes. That's how you have awakening. Now you start thinking outside the box. Thinking outside the box. That's you're right. looking at, at the mainstream media, uh-huh. and you're going... Wait a minute. They've been feeding me this narrative for four years, and it's all a big, fat lie. Yeah, yeah. And how many people are waking up to that now? <laughs> a lot. A lot Lots. of people are waking up to that, Lots. right? Would they have woken up to that if Trump walked back into the White House? No. So this is a good thing. Yeah. Now we're starting to think outside the box, mm. away from... The propaganda machine mm-hmm. of the mainstream media, which has been lying to us for years. Mm-hmm. But we thought it was the gospel because, hey, it's the mainstream media. It's mm-hmm. a reliable source. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> not. They're run by the globalists. Uh-huh. They're run by the Chinese basically own the, own the networks mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And we know how the Chinese will and deal. Yeah, for sure. And and they're doing what they're being told to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what happened with Fox News? Mm, yeah. They changed management. Yeah. And what happened when they changed management? The orders changed. Mm-hmm. They no longer were able to operate as a free news agency. Yeah. Now yeah. they had to do what their overlords told them to do. Yeah. Can, and... Uh, can, Talk to that for just a moment, brother. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so we've seen that, you know, uh, if, as we know, Fox, when we think about these things when it comes to the news media, you know, everybody's thinking CNN and uh, and um, some of the other uh, media outlets that they're more left-leaning, more way more liberal, obviously. And when we think of Fox News, you know, they were more in the conservative side of things. You know, and they weren't biased towards either side. They they were conservative, but they weren't always, you know, rightly leaning on everything. They were a lot of the times in the middle, neutral, and you know, when it came to things of election and Senate and news overall. And but we slowly saw a turn from Fox News that man, it just started shifting. They weren't in the middle or to the right anymore. They started shifting towards the left, right, big time. And exactly like so, you said, when that management changed, it's like the it hammer came very, down. It was very noticeable. Very noticeable. And so what did people do? They jumped to Newsmax, didn't they? Newsmax, correct. Oh, Epic Times. Epic Times Ep- is picking up big Ep- time. Epic Times is taking off like like wildfire. Yeah, yeah. And uh, One American News. Mm-hmm. And NTD News. The alternative places. Yeah. What did General Flynn say? He said... We have an army of digital soldiers, Mm -hmm. citizen journalists. Yeah. He said, and what was he implicating? 
They're not lying to you. Right. They're right. trying to find the truth, and they're trying to give you the truth. Will they get it right 100% of the time? No. I mean, they don't have a an, edit, an, an editor's staff that right. can really do the, do the legwork to run this stuff down. We know the fact checkers are full of garbage. We know they're lying to us. Jeez. If they say something, yeah. I typically believe the opposite of what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, if if, uh, if Snopes, Snoops, whatever that is, it Snopes? Snopes, huh? If it's Snoops, it'd be two O's. That that's the U sound. One O is the <laughs> is the long sound on the O. Uh, one O, yeah. And um, but Snoops, they've been they have been gaslighting people for years as the authority on what's fact and what isn't. Are you kidding me? Snoops is horrible <clears throat> when it comes to getting it right. Mm-hmm. They don't get it right. So what happens? It goes back to what we had at the founding of the country, mm-hmm. and that is we had citizen journalists yep. who would track it down. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know something was right? Well, if you had eight out of ten citizen journalists saying the same thing, and they've all done whatever legwork they could, then that's probably the truth. And they're not going to be swayed it by bribery, by ideology as much as a, a network that's mm-hmm. being pushed from the top, right? Right. Um, I mean, they will have ideology, but you can have 10 different ideological views. Mm-hmm. They may be similar, but slightly different from one another, different angles of the news. Good, that's what we need. We need to be able to examine all the different angles, and somebody's going to come up with some piece of news that's going to change everything. Yes. Right? Um, but they're free to pursue it. Mm-hmm. That's what General Flynn was talking about. Now, let's start thinking outside the the box, right? Mm-hmm. right. Out, outside, like I say, unplug from the matrix. Let's operate. <laughs> yeah, operate. Let's, uh, let's operate outside the matrix for a moment. Start thinking a little more right. freely, you know. <laughs> right, and, and not and not have uh, MSNBC. ABC, CBS, CNN, Fox News, if we go down the list, um, and not have them tell us how to think or not (laughs) dictate to us what we should think. Right. That is Orwellian 1984, George Orwell, Orwell. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It is playing out right now. So what we'll do... I got you out of the picture a little bit there, brother. Oh, sorry. Uh, let me get, let me get back in the picture. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> so, um, so my thought is let's operate outside of the matrix for a little while and think outside the matrix. As nutty uh-huh. and crazy it might be, you've got to consider all possible options mm-hmm. on any given situation. Yeah. If all we do is follow one line of thinking – We'll never come to the full truth. Yeah. All right? So, what is what are the things that are not making sense to us? Well, number one, mm-hmm. Biden flying to the inauguration in a private jet while Trump flies out in Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Now, does that make any sense at all to you, brother, as far as normal operations go? No. Trump doesn't go to the inauguration. Right. So guess what he does not hand over to Biden? Let me see. And that Nancy, Concede. And that, and that Nancy Pelosi was going ballistic over. That Conceding? 
No. No. Uh-uh. Uh, and you know think. why people don't know this? Why? They're too busy watching all That's the true. mainstream media That's true. that is lying to them constantly. That is true. What would that be, my brother? The nuclear football. Ah. The codes to the, the nuclear codes. weapons. Yeah. Guess who still has them? That orange-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> they never gave them to Biden. So that now you have now you have now, now is that look really starting to look strange? Yeah. And then he opens his uh, what is it? The office of the former president. I loved that. <laughs> that was hilarious. I laughed and laughed and laughed. I said, that was, was that strategy or what? That that's a sense of humor right there. <laughs> he was mocking Biden so bad when he did that. You know, of course, the, the office of the president-elect, right? Yeah. Biden started it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> there's never been any such thing as an office of the of the yeah. president-elect. But all the people who have been gaslighted by the mainstream yeah. media all this time. Yeah. They believed it. They're like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> right. And everybody who has mm. uh, who walked away from the mainstream yeah. media a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and started thinking for themselves. What? what wait, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what is yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> there is no office of the president-elect. And of course, the people watching the mainstream mm. media and believing every word they're telling them are going, "What? No. What? Yours conspiracy theories? What are you talking about? You're, you know, it's like up is down, down is yeah, up, inside yeah. is out, and outside yeah. is in, and everything is flipped everything around in the, on the wrong, goes, right. wrong direction, right? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of strange, huh? Yeah. But I, I think they, I think he was just mocking. Of but, course. But, He's going to take his shots no matter what. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What else did the military do? The military turned their backs on Biden at motorcade, right? Yeah. They didn't. What else happened? Marines are not saluting Biden when he walks into the White House. Mm. Oh, did not notice that. No, okay. They are not saluting. Wow. And probably on orders yeah, to yeah. not salute. The flag, the flag behind Biden, uh-huh. right? I've noticed it. I keep looking at the flag. It's wrinkled. Oh, they haven't pressed that, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's wrinkled. And so, a wrinkled flag, folks, if you don't know this, on a coffin means that the person in the coffin was a traitor, but they didn't get caught as being a traitor. And they're being mm. buried with the, with the full honors of the flag and all that. But the people on the inside know he was a traitor, and so they put a wrinkled flag on the coffin. Mm. And, the, and the edges of the, of the flag are supposed to be tucked underneath into the coffin right it's mm. tucked nice and neat and a nice straight flag if the if the edges are just kind of hanging off the flag real sloppy like mm-hmm. that's telling you something about the person in the, the in the oh, casket interesting yeah interesting stuff go back and look at ruth bader ginsburg's yeah uh funeral and look at the flag oh okay i'm going to check that out and see what see, see if they tucked it yeah, hardened it, or if it's wrinkled and just floppy. Hmm. Have to check that out. Check, for check sure, them, check people out who had yeah. the flag and see see how they treated the flag. Yeah, 
tells you what it tells you what they think of that individual in that coffin, in that coffin. So, uh, so there's that's kind of strange, you know. But I mean, it's not enough to really go, you know, red light, you know, code three, uh, lights and siren type deal, right? Yeah, right. Do you know what you get if you call the White House? Hmm. A message. Hmm. You know what the message says? No. Says the White House is permanently closed. <laughs> you press one to leave the president a message. Do you know what the recording says? Uh-oh. Look it look it up on the internet, folks. The White House is permanently closed. closed. <laughs> I think it originally said uh, temporarily closed. Mm. Now, if the White House is closed, what what in the world is going on? Yeah. What? I mean, you should be able to call the White House and get the White House, right? Right. And I get a message saying it's closed. Why is the White House closed? Interesting. Are people starting to think outside the box a little, maybe? Let's hope so, huh? These are questions that need to be answered. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, so there's a lot of things like that. Um, let's see. So Trump, I mean, Trump never handed over the nuclear codes. And so who is the military following? Hmm. Has the has the Pentagon cooperated with Biden at all? No, Mm-mm. no. Uh, you know that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you've seen that, yeah. right? Yeah. They're not cooperating. No, Why? They're not. <laughs> They don't recognize Biden as a legitimate president. Hmm. Trump's got the nuclear codes. Now, at this point, we have to say, I've got to stop thinking the way I'm being told to think by the mainstream media that is gaslighting me. Hmm. What is going on? Yeah, Life seems normal. Didn't life seem normal inside the Matrix when people were running around in the Matrix before Nero was woke up? And then they'd go back into the Matrix right. and everybody in the na- Matrix thought it was just normal. Life's not normal. Yeah, Things are weird. And then you've got 17 executive orders signed on the first day and they shocked the nation. Yeah, And then he continues to shock the nation. Oh, yeah, we're up to, what, 20-some now? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's just, yeah, it's been... And this number 17 keeps popping up. Somebody's Somebody is playing around with the number 17 and, and, and trying to uh, mess with people's minds. Because I tell you, look at this. The, the Constitution was signed on September the 17th, 1776. Yeah. Um... And this number 17 has been popping up for four years in various ways. Most recently, 17 executive orders by Biden. Supposedly, Trump was picked up out of Mar-a-Lago about uh, four or five days ago by a C-17 military transport plane Hmm. and flown up toward northern Virginia. We know this because the yellow protective zone over his house disappeared the moment that plane took off. Hmm. Interesting. And it hasn't reappeared. Hmm. 
Uh, so I started asking, where's Trump? Because he's not at Mar-a-Lago if they don't have that protection over his house. Right. If you go to Texas and you look over Bush's house, he has a red one, which is permanent. Mm. Right? Every former president has that no-fly zone over their house. Yeah. That, that, uh, that protected area. So what? What's going on there? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting because um, there's a number of other 17s. I have to try and think of all of them, but there was a bunch of them. Um, now, it's interesting we have the impeachment trial coming up. And we know they don't have the votes to impeach Trump. We know that it's a sham trial anyway because oh, yeah. you can't impeach a, a citizen. Right. Otherwise, you and I could be impeached, mm-hmm. you know, which, exactly. which is weird. And plus, if they set that precedence, presidents in the future can be impeached, maybe even before they come come into office. I know. You know? Um mm-hmm. I mean, we'll just, we'll just, this guy's going to run from office. We don't like him. We're going to impeach him so he can't run. Yeah, before he even you know? starts. Uh... I mean, it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. So why the panic and why are they trying to impeach the president? These are questions we need to start asking. Now, this is, this is not only in politics, but we have to ask these kind of questions when it comes to end times prophecy, mm-hmm. when it comes to biblical understanding of biblical texts and mm-hmm. so forth. I'm not saying leave the orthodox faith. Uh, or you know the historic orthodox faith. I'm saying we need to get back to the historic orthodox faith because I think we left certain aspects of it a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. When Darby John Darby came along uh, and he proposed his rapture theory Mm -hmm. and he proposed his uh, dispensational premillennial theory and he got. C.I. Schofield interested in it, mm-hmm. and C.I. Schofield came out with his Schofield Bible with the notes in it, pushing the premillennial dispensationalism and the yeah. and the rapture and all of that. It became mainstream yeah. throughout the church, and now every it's, uh, vast majority of Christians believe that is the only view of eschatology oh, yeah. the, and times. That Anything other than that is heretical. Well, that's, that, well, that's kind of like the way they, they treat it. Most of them don't even know there are other views. Yeah, that's true. Most of them don't know that the Puritans, when they came over to America, had a completely different view of the end times than what we have now. Completely different view. Yeah. And that historic Orthodox Christianity never knew anything about a rapture, never talked about a rapture. Yeah. It, you can't find it anywhere in, in, in church cannot. history before Darby came along in the late 1800s. Mm. And so why all of a sudden did this one Baptist preacher come up with this doctrine? You know how he came up with it, according to the story? Some lady in his church had a vision from God, mm-hmm. and she prophesied in the church that there's going to be a rapture, and that's where the whole doctrine came from. So, folks, there's the foundation of your doctrine, the rapture, and all of this. Because, all look, all of you right around saying it's in times. Maybe it's time to think outside the box. Pull, unplug from the in times. Um, yeah. <laughs> unplug from the in times matrix and start looking from a different angle and thinking outside of it. Yeah, I recommend a book called Last Day's Madness mm-hmm. by 
Gary Gary Demar, Demar. right there it is, folks. Uh, for the for our folks on the, that are viewing on on YouTube, that's the book. That book will change your paradigm when it comes to end times prophecy, big time. Mm-hmm. And that's a good starting place. But it doesn't mean you have to believe what's in the book, but at least take the time to explore it and look at it. All I'm saying is think outside the box. You don't have, yeah. to, you don't have to accept everything <coughs> outside the box as the mm-hmm. gospel truth, because obviously that's how we got in this mess in the first place, is Darby was thinking outside the box, and he got it wrong. Mm-hmm. And the box he was thinking outside of was Orthodox Historic Christianity and its doctrines. So us thinking outside the box, really, it could return us back to our historic faith instead of taking us further away from it. Yeah. And uh, so, and I'm, I know the gospel has stayed clear through the years, right. uh, even since uh, they uh, solidly uh, established all of that. Um, at the first church councils mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the, the Constantinople Council, mm-hmm. and uh, they established the, the uh, based upon what the, was historically given through the apostles all the way up, uh, they were able to establish, based upon those teachings and the teachings out of the scriptures, the uh, incarnation of Christ. The hypostatic union, the, the, that Christ was fully man, fully God at the same time, they were able to establish that the gospel was by fa- by faith in Christ, uh, Christ alone, faith alone, grace alone, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that it's all the work of God, not the work of man, believing on Christ, and that doesn't mean just a mental ascent. That means a transformation of the soul, from being dead in trespasses and sins to being alive in Christ, that's the transformation that brings salvation. And, you know, so those are the historical doctrines. But what have we done? We've walked away from those things. Mm. What was once uh, uh, agonizing repentance of our sins into believing in Christ has now become a ritual. Say this prayer and you'll be saved. Mm, right. Say that, and and that's become the the matrix being plugged into the matrix. That's become the matrix. Mm-hmm. Whereas outside the box, we get back to the truth. And yep, so we have to think about outside the box. So going back to the political side, what's going on? Because we know things aren't right. And why the number 17 keeps popping up when it comes... 17, the the 17th letter of the alphabet is Q. And so I thought I would be a little humorous and play something from Q on on the uh, podcast from the Q out of Star Trek. Uh, Good little lesson there from Q. The truth is truth, no matter where you find it, right? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that, um, see, I told you it's going to be difficult. Because trying to get people to wake up is a very, very difficult thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But things are not normal. And uh, I'm trying to think of all the different 17s, and I had them all before, but uh, my mind is somewhat distracted. But... 
Look for that, folks. The number 17 keeps mm. popping up, and somebody is manipulating that so that that number comes up. And, Interesting uh, stuff. Yeah. So here's the thing. Things are weird. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very possible, and this is thinking outside the box, right? Okay. That we have two presidents right now. That is very interesting. <laughs> so, how would that work? Here's the theory. Okay. In 1871, the United States was basically bankrupt. Mm. And the Congress in 1871, mm-hmm. in order to save the the... The nation financially, this is okay. the only this is the only thing they could think of, uh, was that they made a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. And the deal they made with the devil was basically the bankers. That's okay. what I'm calling the devil. Okay, in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many devils. Mm-hmm. The bankers can be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the bankers charged interest on a loan Mm. on multiple loans that they've given the United States since that deal was made. Yeah, yeah. Why are we taxed so heavily, brother? Is it because it's that expensive to run the federal government? (laughs) It's pretty expensive, but that's a, a ton of taxes are collected. That is a whole bunch. No. It's because we're paying the interest on the debt that we still owe the bankers from 1871. And the theory is that in doing that, Uh when they signed that agreement with the bankers, America, Uh at least that plot of land called Washington, D.C., which was formed in that time, Uh right, Right. At that time, they formed Washington, D.C. They said, oh, we don't want the, the states competing with each other and arguing over each other as to who has the capital. So we'll you know, carve out this little piece of land on the north end of, the, you know, north end of Virginia. Right. right? And, um, and we'll, we'll take that land and turn it into a district called Washington, D.C. There won't be in any state. It'll be a district by itself. Well, guess who owns that piece, of partial land? Any guesses, brother? I ain't got one. I got <laughs> you. You hit me with it. I stopped you again. Huh? You uh, did. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. We're waking up from the matrix here. All right. I'm, tr- I'm, trying, tr- I'm trying to think outside I'm, the box. Bro. I'm trying to. I'm trying to <laughs> ease us into it, you know, because I don't want to shock the conscience too much here. The bankers own it. Yeah, that makes sense. You think we the people yeah. own all no, that? No, heck no. Heck no. The bankers own it. Yeah. That's, that's their parcel. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting, Trump fenced that entire parcel of land in hmm. before he left. Fenced it in. Huh. Right? Still there. Yeah. Those fences aren't coming down, ever. They're there forever. I'm just saying, right? They're there. Because what they're saying is 
that is the corporation of America. It was incorporated by the bankers. Mm. This is the theory, okay? I'm just giving you guys a theory. You guys can say, I don't believe that, or I do believe that. It's completely up to the audience. I put out the information, and they make up their own mind. You know, mm-hmm. the audience, you, you make up your own mind as to yeah. what's happening. So, so it's incorporated. And the money is no longer in the U.S. Treasury. The money is in something formed in 1913 called the Federal Reserve. Mm -hmm. We didn't start out with a Federal Reserve. We started out with a U.S. Treasury. We did start with a Treasury, that's right. Now, what does it say on your dollar when when you get it? We're thinking outside the box. Do I have any in here? All right. Take a look at take a look at that dollar right there, brother, and tell me what that says on there. Which part? Oh, the top part. Yes. Federal Reserve note. Federal Reserve note. Does it say US Treasury note? Uh sure doesn't. So guess who's been bankrupt for a long time? I'm trying to read the bottom part, but it's oh, yeah. small. <laughs> now I got him interested. So small <laughs> that I can even see it. By the way, they've been trying to get rid of Andrew Jackson. All yeah. The time. Do yeah. you know why? Is it because he owned slaves or something like that, right? Yeah, well, that's the official. That's, part of that's, official, that's right? what people say, but that's yeah. not the reason. It's because he took down the bankers. Oh, before interesting. 18, yeah. The, they, they tried this before 1871 when Jackson was president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jackson uh, dissolved that private bank that was running the country. Mm, interesting. And so they hate Jackson because yeah. Jackson stopped them yeah. the first time they tried this. Now, so but in 1913 they succeeded in getting that Federal Reserve put back together it's a private bank. These notes, our dollars, are issued by a private bank. Mm. They're not issued by the U.S. Treasury. Yeah. Okay, now I'm shocking the system. People are being shocked. Take your money out, folks, and look at it. It does not say U.S. Treasury. It says Federal Reserve Bank, which yeah. is not a part of the U.S. government. It's a private bank that we are indebted to. Mm. All right, so guess who's been bankrupt? The Corporation of America. Yep, the corpse. The Corporation of America is bankrupt. So what does Trump do? (laughs) They wanted to get Hillary in so that they could, by the U.S. Bank, you know, they're going to do the bidding of the the Federal Reserve. They're going to do the bidding of the bankers, international bankers. They run the world. Okay, now, they wanted Hillary in because they wanted to set up a one-world banking system. They wanted to set Mm -hmm. up a one-world government, and they wanted to rule everybody with their tyrannical ideas. (laughs) And Hillary was going to bring all of that stuff in. Yeah. All right? To their surprise, 
this guy from New York shows up, this billionaire from New York, and spoils all their plans. Yeah. A business. Man, yeah. You know? And people say, why do people love Trump so much? That's the reason. Because Trump took on the international bankers, just yeah. like Jackson did. But Jackson did the Trail of Tears. Look, folks, want me to start digging in your closet and see what we can find? It's skeletons in your closet. Before people, people want to look back on history and start just trashing people because of things they've done. Yeah, that was horrible what Jackson did with the Trail of Tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what have bet. you done that's horrible? You done anything horrible, brother? Oh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I'm clean as a driven snow either. Yeah, no. So, I mean, uh, seriously, folks? Really? Oh, he owns slaves? They're twi- really? You're going to buy into that gaslighting theme? That yeah. gaslighting line? Yeah, no. Right. It's because he took down an, an international bank that was trying to run America. That's why they hate Jackson. Yeah. And here's the here's the thing. Trump was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They shot and killed Kennedy because of it. Kennedy wanted to take on the Federal Reserve. Next thing you know, he's assassinated. Yeah. How many attempts have they made on Trump's life, brother? Well, there's been a few, for sure. A lot. Yeah. A bunch of them. Oh yeah, and some of them pretty close, pretty close to being successful, but nobody knows about it because they keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. Now, so what does Trump do? <laughs> he walks in as president and says, "I'm now chairman of the board of the Reserve Bank." And he begins to dismantle it and take it down. And what has Trump been doing over the last four years? And people say, I don't know anything about this. Where did you get all that? Uh, I don't watch TV, folks. I look at other sources of information. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, <laughs> so Trump walks in and he's taking the bank down. And what does he do? He opens up the U.S. Treasury again. What's his goal? Shut down the Federal Reserve Bank and open up the U.S. Treasury and start issuing Treasury notes, not Federal Reserve Mm. Bank notes. So what does that do? It gets rid of all of our debt. So then we're not paying exorbitant taxes to pay all this interest to a private bank which owns our rear because of a deal they made back in 1871. Mm. I'll pause. Any thoughts, brother? Anything going through your head? No, it's making me think outside the box, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So this is what's been going on. But Trump lost the election. Did he really? Did he really? Why is Washington, D.C. still fenced in? Why is it when you call the White House, you get a message that says the White House is closed? What is going on? And these executive orders are totally outrageous. 
it's almost as if somebody is writing these executive orders to make them as outrageous and shocking as possible so that people will wake up and actually see what's going on. It's almost as if somebody is manipulating this whole thing Hmm. and that Biden is not in control. Yeah, that that is definitely some of my thoughts on that as well. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah, the whole thing is pretty weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just, And is is he able to tell the military what to do? No. The military is totally ignoring him. Yeah, that that is pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. <coughs> now, people say, well, he's you know he's having mental he's having issues, maybe dementia. Well, that may I, I've been saying that for a while. For uh, a while. He's been having those issues for a while for back. Yeah. Quite a while back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of problems here. A lot of things going on, right? So, <laughs> so here's. I don't want to take this too quick because it does shock the system. Yeah. <laughs> but here is where we come to the two presidents. And this is the theory. And it's only a theory, folks. Take it and run with it and see what you can find out. Do your own research on it. Biden is president of the Corporation of America, which is now bankrupt because Trump already took it down. Hmm. Trump is president of the Republic of America, which was formed in 1776. The Corporation of America was formed in 1871. Hmm. We have two presidents. This is the theory. Hmm. That's why the military is totally ignoring Biden. Yeah. It, it's, I've heard stories that Trump is still writing executive orders that the military is following, even after he left office. Mm, now, how can that be? Yeah. Why is it that Congress is just beside themselves over doing this impeachment trial? Yeah. Why, if he's not president? Maybe they know something we don't know. Um, so now are we way outside the box? Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. We're way outside the we box. We jumped off the other body and yeah. we ran. <laughs> so why, why am I saying all this? I want people to think. I want people to think. Stop, stop thinking inside the box. Mm-hmm. Stop letting the whole, I mean, the Truman Show, yeah. right? Stop thinking like the Truman Show, like yeah. you're Truman inside the Truman Show. Yeah. You know, uh, Jim Carrey, yeah, right? That's right. There's a different world out there. Yeah. Right? Uh, but we're all in the Truman Show, playing playing this game. And we keep saying, everything keeps getting worse. Everything keeps getting worse. What's going on? Well, what's going on is that people are artificially manipulating this whole thing. What did Trump do when he was in office? He artificially manipulated the economy. He did whatever he wanted with the economy. And what did he do? He said, we're going to keep keep it going up. And what did it do? It went up. COVID hit. Oh, the economy's going to crash. Economy's going to crash. Economy's going to crash. 
COVID hit, what did Trump do? He said, ah, now it'll be fine. What does he do? He manipulates it. Yeah. And he keeps it in pretty good condition. Yeah. Well, why didn't it crash like 1930? Because it's a false economy. What Trump was doing, he was demonstrating to the entire country how easy it is to manipulate the economy. Hmm. And what has the Federal Reserve Bank been doing all these years? Since 1913. Hmm. Artificially, they have been manipulating the economy. If they want it to crash, it'll crash. If they want it to rise, it'll rise. Right. And why did they crash it? Some goal. They had a goal they wanted to meet. Yeah. So they crashed the economy. Oh, okay, we can crash the economy here, and we can meet this goal over here by crashing the economy. Mm. We've been in any wars over the last four years? <laughs> no. Do you know what? We're about to get in a war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Biden walks in, and within a week, we're looking at a war in Syria, right? Mm. So what's the mainstream media reporting? Oh, we have troop movements in Syria. All right, let me ask you folks something. How many of you actually really believe that? Mm. Have you actually been to Syria? Have you actually seen the troops? <laughs> let me ask you another question. And since we're just pushing the outside of the box, Dale... I know there's all these executive orders being signed that mm -hmm. are just shocking the nation. Why isn't there talk of legislature being passed in Congress? Why is it yeah. only this impeachment that we're hearing about? Exactly. What's going and why are they in a fenced in area? I mean you look at look, I, I worked at state prison before, as you know. Yeah, right. I was a correctional officer for many, many years ago. I know a little something about fencing, how it's supposed to be set up around a prison. The way that fencing is set up, it looks like a maximum security prison to me. <laughs> the inside fence is designed to keep people in, and the outside fence is designed to keep people out. That's a maximum security prison. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That is pretty interesting. So why? Why is that happening? And why, did, why are they so panicked? Is anybody yeah. asking these questions? No, because the mainstream media is telling you what to think, and you're just being good little people and obeying what they tell you. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, if you think about it, bro, it's like uh, that orange-looking guy is out of the office. Therefore, that's it. We're good. And Not yeah. thinking outside the box. We and just, okay, we're good now. We continue in our tunnel vision here. That's why. You know, he's yeah. not there anymore. Everything good. He's not there. Supposedly. It's like, did people, I mean, there were some that started criticizing Biden the moment he started signing executive orders. Like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Not only that, right. the first thing they do, it's like, let's oh, shut down the pipelines. How many workers are without jobs? Right. And you Every, know, everything he's doing is to undo, do everything Trump has done. They lost their jobs. All the communities around the pipeline are lost all that business. Right. Lunches, hotels, right. all that. And what is the, what, what, uh, Carrie is the first one that came out and said, well, they can get other jobs. Really, Carrie? Yeah. Well, Biden, really, Biden? Folks, I, I, when it comes to Carrie and Biden, 
I recommend go to my channel on YouTube, Trail Thinker, and look up the Biden files. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you all about Biden and Kerry and their shenanigans and their dealings with China and how they enriched themselves while, while they were in government. I've got part three out already. Uh, part four will be coming out. Start listening to that series and you'll get an education on why things are happening the way they happen and how these people enrich themselves. And it's not just Biden and Kerry. It's Schumer. It's yeah. Pelosi. Oh, yeah. It's McConnell. Mm -hmm. It's both Democrats and Republicans involved in this sure. sham. They're sure. all involved. Well, not all of them. But I would say a majority, a majority of, of them, them yeah. are involved in, in these mm -hmm. dealings. All right? That's one of the reasons why Trump wasn't well-liked both sides of the party the swamp because yes because he was draining that swamp he was getting rid of both democrats and republicans that were not no good right and he started fire you're fired you're fired exactly you fired yeah <laughs> right that. that's funny yeah <laughs> yep so Office yeah of the i mean president. <laughs> exactly oh, that, that, that was so clever i was laughing yeah. too the moment i read it's it oh, office of former president yeah so uh so there you go. I mean, there's and there's more. Now, why do you suppose Trump is... You look at Biden, and mm -hmm. he, he looks clueless as to what he's doing half the time. And he never answers questions. They shoot the reporters out as fast as they can, yeah. right? Yeah. But look at this also. Why does Trump look so confident and relaxed? That's one thing that, you know, it's a lot of people notice... He's just relaxed, like... We're good. We're good. We got yeah. this thing. Yeah. You know why? Because they've got this thing. Yeah. Guess who's won this game already? Trump. Oh, yeah. He won. Yeah. He manipulated them, played them like a fiddle. Yeah. Not, not just anybody playing fiddle. We're talking about a North Carolina mountain folk playing a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Who can really, really... We're talking about Charlie Daniels playing a fiddle. That's how he yeah. played them. All right, he played them like Charlie Daniels playing. Um, I can't remember that one song he played that was famous on the fiddle. Well, how about the devil going down to Georgia? He's devil playing the devil going out. down the went down to Georgia on the fiddle as good as Trump played these people. Is that a good illustration? Yeah, pretty much. Our, our Orange Blossom special. Okay, <laughs> go listen to Orange Blossom <coughs> Special. Listen to, to Charlie Daniels play Orange Blossom Special on the fiddle. And that's how good Trump has played these people. Yeah, yeah. So, is Trump worried about this trial that's coming up? What is it, February the 8th that they're supposed to have it? Yeah. Interesting. So, this thing's coming up. Trump's kicking back, going golfing, mm -hmm. just shrugging yeah. his shoulders, like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Why, why is he not concerned about this, brother? What do you think is going to happen at that trial? You know what? It's the same thing that has happened in the prior uh, impeachment trials. It's going to be a joke. Well, it's going to be. And the represent, you know, the, the uh, attorneys coming to, you know, uh, Trump's defense are going to lay it down. They're going to give all the... I mean, it's, it's going to be a train wreck for the Democrats. Let's put it that way. Yes. Now, if I was a U.S. senator, uh -huh. Republican or Democrat, right. you know the last place I would want to be on February the 8th? 
At that impeachment trial. Oh, yeah. Of course. Do you know why? Because I believe that is going to be where everything is revealed. Mm. Do you think Trump is going to spend, or his lawyers, or whoever he sends in, maybe a military general, do a military-style briefing into that trial? you think they're going to spend half a second defending Trump? No. You know what I think they're going to do? Expose the other side. They're going to expose the other side. They're going to go in and start naming names and listing the crimes they've committed and just totally devastate them. Mm -hmm. They're going to pull all the skeletons out of the closet. What did Lieutenant General McCurney say? Oh. The special forces got Pelosi's laptop. <laughs> he said, I have seen the laptop. And, oh boy, things are about to roll. <laughs> and that's not the only intel they have. They have a ton of intel. Notice they're releasing information little by little as Biden is making these executive orders. The entire nation is shocked. And right on top of that, all of this corruption that these people in Washington have been committing all these years is starting to trickle out. So people can see it and read it, and it can be reported on. Hmm. It's called the Great Awakening. It's been a strategy all the way through. Trump wasn't shocked and surprised when he lost on January 6th, it was a part of the plan. This is brilliant. He's played chess better than they have. Hmm. He's five moves ahead. They are being exposed because he walked out of office. He's out of the picture. They can't blame him for anything. They can't attack him for anything. It's all on Biden now. It's all on Congress, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And what's happening? The nation is being shocked. It's called the Great Awakening. They're not going to last long. They're all going to be taken down, including the Biden administration. Hmm. They've all committed crimes. They've all committed... Anyone who certified the election has committed treason... And if, sign, if, if, if Trump did sign the Insurrection Act but didn't bother to tell us, along with the executive order of the Declaration of a National Emergency that he signed in 2008, I mean 2018, I meant to say, 2018, well, what, what was that about? If foreign interference into our election occurred mm -hmm. and we could prove it, then that executive order would go into effect and we would be in a state of national emergency. Mm. We are in a state of national emergency. He signs the Insurrection Act, mm. right? Right. What happens when that happens? Guess who takes over the country? <laughs> the military. Yeah. Guess who's not answering to Biden? The military. The military. Yeah. Have you noticed any military activity lately, folks? I got buzzed so bad the other night up at La Jolla by, uh, I don't know, maybe it was an F-18. I was on the phone with my lovely, wonderful wife, 
And I could barely hear what was being said because I got buzzed so bad by the F-18. That never, they never fly over UCSD La Jolla like that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what, what's going on? I've had military helicopters flying over my house. They never come out this way. We're too far East County. Yeah. And they weren't out here playing around. They were on a mission. Okay. Notice any activity? How about all the uh, military that's been in Washington, D.C. all this time? Mm-hmm. The fenced in, uh, the Capitol building and everything was fenced in. You yeah. call them, they're not operating. Mm. What is going on? Yeah. Are we starting to destroy all of the idiotic gaslighting that you're getting from the mainstream media folks? Why are you still watching that stuff? Yeah. It's junk. It's propaganda. Open your eyes. See what's going on. This whole thing is a setup. And I believe, I'm, I, I'm, I can't say for sure. I mean, I, I could be wrong on how they're going to do it. I think it's probably going to be at the impeachment trial. But I could be wrong about that, too, because they have their plans. They do things. With, God has his plans. He does things the way he wants to do them. Yeah, that's true. And I can't predict it. But it makes sense with everything I'm seeing. I'm taking an educated guess. But here's the thing. Things are not normal. Mm-hmm. And things aren't going the way. And everybody's running around going, what's going on? I don't get this. I, it's confusing. Right? Right. And, of course, there's always that percentage of population that's totally oblivious to everything. Mm-hmm. And they think life is just hunky-dory. Everything's going along just fine. Yep. Well, we've been doing that since 1913, since the Fed was formed. And when they sold the country out to the bankers in 1871, did anybody notice? We sure noticed that we had to pay taxes out of our income, didn't we? Yep. And then what happened? Oh, it was supposed to be temporary, right? When they enacted the tax, the income tax. Oh, it's just for the war effort. (laughs) We've been at war that long? <laughs> why, why do the globalists want wars? Money! Yep. They make money on wars. They're getting rich with wars. They have been, I guarantee you, they have been going bonkers over the last four years because we have not been in a war. The United States is the enforcement branch of the international banking scheme. And they use other countries for other things. But the United States is the enforcement branch. Hmm. We're the one that supplies the military around the world to, yeah. Oh, yeah. to do what the world bankers want. That's true. Yeah, that is Think true. about all the conflicts we've been in. <laughs> a few of them. <laughs> well, Trump, Trump walks in, we haven't had a war in four years. Why? Yep. Trump's saying, no, we're not playing that game. Right. We're going to protect he the nation. Brought, That's it. He brought the, the soldiers home. He brought them home. Yeah. Yep. And now what's, what are they trying to do? They're trying to get us into some other war. Syria? Mm-hmm. Really? Syria? Yeah. Really, folks? Syria? <laughs> Can you be <laughs> I mean, come on. Serious? Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. Syria? It's like... Uh, they just, anywhere they can go just to start a conflict that, just so they can make, why? They make money on the manufacturing of the, of the weapons, yeah. the missiles, yeah. the, the ammo. It's a racket. The whole thing is a racket. Yeah. Yeah. 
And this is coming from a military vet that was ultra conservative. <laughs> now, I haven't turned into a 60s radical. No, don't, don't think that. <laughs> no, I've just matured. And I've said, wait a minute. Something is rotten in America. Yeah. And it's the Federal Reserve. Yep. And we need to take it down. And I think Trump is doing exactly that. Now, what's the Federal Reserve trying to do, brother? They are desperately, as fast as they can go since Biden got in, trying to connect themselves to the U.S. Treasury. Mm. They're trying to integrate the two. (laughs) But they won't succeed. Mm. Because you know what Trump did? He He bankrupted the Federal Reserve when he was in office. And part of the executive orders he signed in 2018 was that. And nobody noticed. (laughs) But you know who did notice and went ballistic and wanted to take him out? Mm. The Federal Reserve. The Reserve, of course. And the people who were their little slavelets, who worked, who who, who they owned. Yeah. Through bribery and other means. This is where we are. That's why I have a smile on my face. That's why I'm not concerned about all this stuff. I'm sitting back and watching this whole thing laughing while the well and, and a, a number of people with me are laughing because they understand it. And most of the country is in total panic. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's meant to be that way. We gotta go through a little suffering before we get to where we're gonna be. But my theory is, and, and I'm not the only one that believes this. Some really smart people have signed mm-hmm. on to this, including General Flynn, General McErnie. Can we go down the list of some really high-level smart people? Mike Pompeo, all right? right. Notice his tweets lately? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's sending out messages. I believe the Biden administration is not going to last another four months. I think they're going to be taken down before then. Mm -hmm. And I think the impeachment trial is part of what's going to take them down. Okay, interesting. It may not be the Trump impeachment. It might be. Somebody else will be getting impeached, right? (laughs) It might be the U.S. Senate, U.S. Congress, and Biden administration impeachment. Mm. Good stuff. Because there's a lot of skeletons in those closets. Yep, yep. And apparently. Um, a whole bunch of military generals, a whole bunch of patriots who have worked in the government that, but have been really, really upset about what's been going on in the government over the uh-huh. years, and Trump. Apparently, they have the goods on these people and the intel, and they're just waiting for the right time <laughs> to take them down. Good stuff. There's your theory, folks. Think outside of the box, folks. Take it and run with it. Mm -hmm. Now, you can go back and plug into the Matrix and think life is normal if you want. When, you know, Fauci comes out and says double mask. Triple mask. (laughs) Why not five? Why not ten? Exactly. We're ten masks. Man, if two can protect you, ten can really protect you, right? I mean, come on, folks. I mean, this is is so ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Beyond ridiculous. I went down to the duty free zone down there along the international border today, uh-huh. brother. You know, I was down there. Yeah, yeah. The only place we could find 
the shoes that my wife needs for her work. Uh, New Balance, there's only one New Balance store out of 3 million people in this county. One New Balance store that's on the border. <laughs> it's the border of Mexico. I'm going, are you kidding me? So we go down there, and it's huge. It's a duty-free. is a huge mall, as you mm-hmm. know. And uh, everybody has masks. The mall is like, there's all these signs up. Mask, you know, wear your mask. Even when you're outdoors, walk around. Wear your mask. The water fountains are taped off. I went to go try to find a restroom. I go to the first restroom. Restroom closed. I go to the second restroom. Restroom closed. All closed because of COVID. I'm going, are these people paranoid? Yes. Yeah. I finally find one that's open, or at least they, they slipped up and let one open for a little bit. I, I do my what I need to do. I go to wash my hands. No soap, no water. <laughs> I'm going, are you kidding me? They're using fear. Irrational fear to control the nation. Yeah. These people are downright evil in what they're doing. And folks, you know I had a bad case of COVID. But I'm not playing into that game. Yeah. And I'm not playing into let's shut down the restaurants and ruin people's livelihood. No, not for half a second. Mm. And I suffered pretty bad with COVID. <laughs> yeah, you had it there. I, look, just because I get the flu, does that mean we can shut everything down? If I get cancer, brother, can we just go ahead and shut everything down because I got cancer? I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> well, the cancer's not contagious. COVID is. Well, then take whatever precautions you need to take as an individual. Protect yourself. And last time I read, the you flu know? has been contagious for how many years? Right. How about individual responses? Are we responses? locked down because of the uh, flu yeah. pandemic? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say uh, two words that are racist, brother. Uh-oh, here we go. Individual Uh-oh. responsibility. Oh, yeah. You know what? Now you're out of line. You are way out of line. That's extremely racist. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm a white supremacist, right? Uh, you white supremacist. I mean, I, w- I'm talking I wouldn't... about individual responsibility. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you're like a white dragon within the KKK. <laughs> well, my my nickname in the Kung Fu school back in the day, in uh-huh. the 70s, was Pai Tai Lung. Translation? Pai for short. White dragon. White <laughs> An imperial white dragon. <laughs> the style was Pai Tai Lung Ching Sha Xian Kung Fu. That's, that's, that's about all the Chinese I know. <laughs> White Dragon, four-fisted style of Kung Fu. Oh, nice. And my nickname was Pai Tei, White Dragon. Nice. <laughs> nice. So I guess I'm a white supremacist dragon. <laughs> white privilege bro follow you even in Kung Fu classes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what happened after that, brother? That really upset me? Uh-huh. Brazilian jiu-jitsu came along. Oh, that's it. Messed it up for everybody else. <laughs> ruined 20 years of study in the martial arts. Just totally ruined it. BJJ came along, whooped everybody. And I'm going, Are I wasted serious? 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I did? <coughs> I joined the enemy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> learn BJJ. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, learn learn mixed martial arts because yeah. that's, that's, the, that, that's the best fighting styles right now yeah but uh, yeah 
Yeah, but don't stuff. don't undersell the traditional styles. They have the traditional styles still have good yeah, stuff. Yeah, good stuff. But how'd I get off on all that anyway? Yeah, so, right. Yeah, good stuff, my brother. Well, folks, just so, think. Start thinking yeah. outside of the box. That's all. Do fun. your research, right? Do hey, your research. If think it's right, if it's true. Praise the Lord. If it's not, hey, stay encouraged. Now, your research is going to take some work because you you go to Google to do your research, you're going to be gaslighted. Hmm. They're not, they're going to hide it. Sure. I suggest DuckDuckGo. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. DuckDuckGo. I suggest BitChute. I suggest Rumble. Rumble's another good one. Uh, Even though I'm on YouTube and they haven't caught on to me yet, they will eventually. If they shut me down there, I will. I'm already on BitChute and Rumble. I haven't made any videos on there yet, but I will start making videos there if YouTube shuts me down. Mm, Okay. And we'll just move the podcast there if we need to. We'll meet. Well, yeah, Yeah. we'll get moving, you know, elsewhere. Well, before we end, uh, I wanted to uh, touch on something that uh, Johnny Mac, just up north from us, Pastor Johnny Mac said in regards. I, w- I, well, was at, I was at one of his shepherd conferences. Yes, you have. You've been, yeah, yeah, you've been yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, by the way, shepherd conference is going to happen. Good. Good In person, by the way. Good. I'd, I'd love so, that, man. So, Johnny ahead. Mac, uh, uh-huh. I think this past Sunday, it's a warning to Biden. Uh-huh. And the warning was, be careful when you put your hand on the word of God. Ooh, so give a little bit on this, all right? On Sunday, pastor teacher John MacArthur of Grace Community Church offered a stern warning to President Joe Biden following last week's inauguration. MacArthur cautioned Biden on placing his hand on the Bible while pledging to do the very things that blaspheme his name. Wow. Quoting MacArthur, you can say whatever you want to say, he began, but when you touch the ark, when you place your hand on the throne of God because God is enthroned in his word and you place your hand on the word of God and pledge to do the very things that blaspheme his name. God doesn't want your respect. He wants your obedience. Mm-hmm. MacArthur asserted. Don't tell me you advocate for the slaughter of babies in the womb. He continued. Don't tell me you want to destroy masculinity, femininity, marriage, don't tell me you want to fill the world well with LGBTQ people in leadership. You want to justify transgender activity. Don't tell me you want to invite more Muslims in who represent a religion from hell and then put your hand on the throne of God. MacArthur, who has been pastoring Los Angeles-based church since 1969, made headlines last year for defying the state's COVID restrictions, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in closing uh, his statements, he said, They tried every way to close Grace Community Church. And I think it is true that there is no more scrutinized church in the United States of America than Grace Community Church. MacArthur explained, I'm still here. Because God had other plans. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so, what do you think of those uh, that statement, those thoughts? I love Arthur? it. I love it. The man is courageous. He did the right thing, and uh-huh. I support him a hundred percent. Now, why you, is it that important that he said those things about placing our hand, you know, on the Bible when you're sworn in? Not only to as a president, but to any position, even within uh, holding court. You know, when testifying, 
Because we have to acknowledge that the real ruler of America is not the president, not the Congress, or nor the courts. It's God Almighty. Mm. That's the reason. Mm. The Lord of Lords and King of Kings is the real head of this country. Mm-hmm. And we claim this territory for him. Yeah. And I want you to look on this book in the middle and tell me what's the title of that book right there, brother. I have two volumes. On Holy Hands on the Bible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that is great. Uh, two volumes are books on textual criticism. And yeah. it makes arguments uh, um, from uh, Dean Burgeon and others on um, uh, against a lot of the modern textual critics there. They were really uh, critical of a lot of the modern yeah. textual criticism. Uh, excellent books for anybody who understands Greek and Hebrew a little bit or has yeah. any kind of background in those languages. Uh, these books are outstanding to read when it comes to that. And they have never been refuted, mm. ever. Mm-hmm. And they've never been answered. Uh, I'm going to leave the audience with a psalm. Okay, let's do it. Psalm 27. 27. And hopefully this is a comfort to everyone. Now, folks, you could take everything I've said in this podcast and say, I don't believe a word of it, and that's perfectly okay. The reason it's perfectly okay is because you're thinking for yourself, and that was the whole purpose of the podcast. That's right. Think for yourself. Don't believe me just because I say it, but if you do your research and you find that I'm right, then there you go. If you can refute me, then refute me. That's what free speech is all about. Mm. And that's Mm -hmm. what thinking outside the box is all about. That's right. It's a a pursuit of truth, not a pursuit of control. All right, Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Do you get that, folks? Whom shall I fear? Should I fear Biden and his executive orders? No. Should I fear the Federal Reserve? No. Should I fear the globalists? No. Should I fear uh, George Soros? No. Don't fear any of them. (laughs) The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Why are we not afraid? We're not afraid because the Lord is the strength of our life. Amen. Not government. Not circumstances. When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Of course, he's using metaphor there when he says eat up my flesh. But he's talking about them being viciously attacking him. Mm -hmm. Though an host should encamp against me. Folks, do you feel like a host is camping against you right now? Here's Here's what the writer of Psalms says. My heart shall not fear. Mm-mm-mm. The war should rise up against me. In this will I be confident. Do you feel like a war, a cyber war, has rose up against you? Well, that's because it has. Don't fear. One thing have I desired to the Lord that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. 
For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God in my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. I think of all of the human trafficking of children mm. when I think of that verse. Yeah. They've been forsaken. Oh, yeah. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are, ri are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the, God, the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. And here's the final and important verse. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So don't be anxious, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -mm -mm. Wait on the Lord. Wait yes. on the Lord. That's right. He's in control. It's his plan. His plan. He's got it he's got it worked out. He's got it set. He always takes care of the remnant. That's right. And just sit back, wait on him. Be still and know that I am God, the Lord says. Amen. Be still and know that I am God. Anything else, brother, you got? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, remember, folks, remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure, and all. we'll see you on the next podcast. We'll catch you on that flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, we wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they uh, put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I uh, also want to just thank uh, our church, uh, our friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to encourage, be encouraged about. Uh, we want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have them in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Uh, we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you. Stay